Welcome back, shotties. Welcome back to OCVP. If you're Podcast. listening to this, you've probably listened to our last episode, and hopefully you wanted to come back. For some <laughs> apparent reason. <laughs> I know. I wonder why. But we're back. We're just so sexy and awesome and super cool and hot and sexy and awesome. What she said. And so <laughs> and, and hot. So, I think that it's pretty important because we are a group of friends making a podcast to talk about friendship dynamics and, you know, what it means to us, experiences we've had with toxic friendships in the past, you know, the whole deal with friendships and, like, why we think that we are kind of doing some things right in our friendship. I don't know, Mm -hmm. anything just along that line. Good conversation to have with your friends. So... I don't know. What are your experiences with, like, friendship in the past? How well have they gone? I feel like, okay, when I was in middle school, I was obsessed with finding, like, that perfect, like, story, like, best friend that was, like, share everything with them, like, always with them, like, two peas in the same pod. And I never found that person. Because because it's not just, it's it's something that just happens. You can't, like, force it to happen. It won't, if you do that, then, like, it's not as uh, natural. It doesn't flow. It's not, it's all manufactured, and you feel like you have to live up to a certain expectation if you yeah. want that friendship. It just and I found that out, but it took me, like, years of, like, trial and error. And just getting, like, mad at people for not being what I wanted them to be to me when that's, yeah. like really not what you can expect from someone to like read your mind yeah in a friendship I also That's, like, think that some like falling out of friendships is okay um totally yeah okay. some people like try to like keep it together like all the time but like it's normal for friendships to fall apart and it doesn't if, have to end on bad terms yeah if the friendship is being is uh is like detrimental to both your health it's better to just end it it may not be easy and it may not seem like the best decision at the time but it's something that both of you can grow from and it's experience that you have like under the belt like I'm not just saying to like use people for experience because that's like really shitty but that's just how it happens sometimes it it happens and it's it's no one's fault if falling falling out happens it's no one's fault it just it's something that needs to happen and you need to move on um I think whenever stuff like that has happened in the past I have a lot of experiences with like being super close with people and then it just not working out I've always kind of gained something from that and like learned a lot about myself which is something that I think is really important because it can be really easy when that happens to just completely put all the blame on the other people I'm so guilty of like it was all them nothing with me but when you kind of reflect and look back on it Losing friendships can actually be, like, a really good experience for personal growth and just learning, like, maybe not to be so demanding of people or, like, mm-hmm. not to expect so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, my past friend groups, I think it's because, like, I tend to be friends with people who are sort of similar to me in some way. So, like, 
most of my friend groups now and like back in middle school we've all like had this sense of like we don't have to hang out every day all the time to be considered like best friends or something so I think I'm lucky I'm lucky to have friends that are like we're still close even though we haven't talked in like months and like we hit each other up like (laughs) once in a while yeah those are like the best type of friendships the thing about some friendships that I've observed like uh it's very like uh, you it's more it's not the relationship that you have with the people it's the it's the appearance of the relationship like it looks very picture perfect on the outside they're always hanging out they're always taking pictures everyone's like everyone loves each other it's it's a very close friendship but that's not the reality of it like a lot of the times what I've seen is that people will like show the friendship but only the parts that make it look nice like it's it's not it's not from building the relationship it's just the security of knowing that you have a friendship friend group that may not be you know as healthy and as nurturing and um caring for each other as other friend groups are. Yeah, I think I've seen that a lot, especially recently. Um, we're kind of going into a period in our life where we're going to have to start making a lot of new friends as we like move into college and everything. And it's really interesting to see the way that people kind of go about doing that and what they value in a friendship. Um, with like college admissions, you get put into these like Facebook group things if you get admitted to a college and people like you know, obviously try to make friends on there, like it's maybe like future classmates, but I see some people in the comments just being like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty, let's be friends. And like that type of thing, that to me is crazy because I'm like, how are you gonna base your friendship on how you physically think someone looks to you? I think some people are really in it for the aesthetic. And I get like how like someone's outward appearance can oftentimes like, you know, hint at like their inner appearance, like if they're wearing a shirt or like hair color can sometimes be like, oh, cool. I like what you're doing with your hair. But just sometimes like I find it really weird that people will go into friendships for the way that people look. I mean, like I see what you're saying, but then also at the same time, like there's a reason that you're drawn to someone and like whatever that reason may be, like it's it's how a lot of friendships start. Like it's it's usually something that like if someone sees something and they say like, oh my gosh, I really like that shirt. That's one of my favorite colors. You have a, you have a uh, shared interest and that, that can start a friendship or like, oh my gosh, that girl has the prettiest hair. I want my hair to look like that. It's a shared interest. Um, But like basing it, like I've had not even friendships but like I've known people who are like oh my gosh let's be best friends blah blah blah. not best friends but like let's be friends like it's a lot of it's a lot of online people and like I'll never talk to them but they'll always be like oh my gosh you're so pretty I love you like under my Instagram posts and I'm like okay I appreciate it but like can we can we like actually like talk you know yeah there isn't like a deep connection and don't get me wrong I appreciate it like I really do (laughs) like I'm I'm down for anyone to hype me up at any time and I'll do it back but like um I don't know I think for me the reason why I have like kind of like I don't know bitterness about that is just because like I've been in positions in the past where I'm friends with someone but the way they treat me like as opposed to their friends that they deem like more like attractive or like you know like cool people is kind of like you can see a big difference like 
Mm -hmm. I've had friends where they're always like posting pictures with their friends and like their friends are just like their life and they're always like oh my gosh I love you you're my best friend and then like I'm like never concluded in that and I'm like of course there's different friendships where like you don't always have to be posting people like we never post each other <laughs> they like sometimes you can see like a difference in the way that people deem like different friendships yeah which is also I noticed that some people just become friends just to have like just be to in friends. the present just to have friends like be in the yeah. presence of a bunch of people and they don't really build that heavy connection you know yeah or it's like when they feel like they can be replaced they'll move on like if they yeah. don't feel like they're an active part and if they don't feel like they're super important they'll kind of drop everything and like move on to a different friend group where they'll feel like that Anyway, but what about our friendship? Let's talk about our friendship. Yes, let's talk about that. After talking about not necessarily bad <laughs> friendships, let's talk about amazing friendships. Yes. yes. So obviously a friendship is like, you know, what, what I, I look for in a friendship is someone I, or like people I know I can go to and be met without, ju- well, no, I, you guys judge me all the time, but like, it's, it's for <laughs> like, reasonable things. It's for yeah. reasonable but things. But not all <laughs> things that like, are something that really tears you down as a person. Yeah, like, we'll yeah. never be like, yeah. oh, you don't look good or whatever. Like, we'll just no. like judge like silly things. But, but it's not only that, it's also honesty. Honesty, loyalty, um, you know, a, a, a good moral compass and like things that kind of we all have similar interests and that's what we really built our friendship based off of and it's not something that you can get in a couple of months this took years and friendship is not something that just happens naturally you do have to put work into it and also sorry to cut in but like I think something that's really been important to me about our friendship is our ability to kind of like have disagreements and then move forward from them without it like completely ruining the friendship like some friendships there's no room for like a conversation that's not like positive if you ever have conflict with people like that just crumbles but like I've seen with us like time and time again we've been able to work through things Mm -hmm. and do it like maturely and not like in a dramatic like beefy way which is Mm -hmm. really something that I value yeah and, and yeah I'm glad that we can grow. do that we've watched each other grow over the years like I know that I've made a huge change in the way that I you know that whatever uh, <laughs> in the way that I like kind of act in my friendships because I needed to adjust that because it just wasn't working before and I was able to do that in a healthy environment where I was able to have people help me along the way like it wasn't just something on my behalf that I had to do I had help and I had support and and patience and that's something that like it's it's so valuable and I couldn't have been like where I am in this friendship or anywhere without the help of my friends and that's really nice this sounds like an episode of My Little Pony um (laughs) I was just gonna say friendship that- is magic. <laughs> Alex like mentioned something earlier where oh, she was wow. talking about like what she looks for in a friend. I think that'd be like a good thing if we all like kind of went around. And then also another one would be like how you've like grown from like past friendships or like things that you've learned through like failed friendships or friendships that mm-hmm. like drifted. So yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, for well, one thing I've learned thoughts. about friendships, um, I've def- definitely learned how to listen more. I used to be the worst, and I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to like um, be empathetic to some people. I have trouble doing that, and I think from my past friendships and relationships on that stuff, it's like I've grown to do that, and... I'm glad, you know, even though, like, I've fallen out with some of those people in the past, but, like, I've learned so much more about myself. I just know for me, I used to be such a jealous person in friendships. I would get, like, the worst FOMO if a friend was doing something with someone else. There was, like, a particular (laughs) thing that happened in middle school where I couldn't go to my friend's birthday party and they, like, posted, like, in middle school, we post, like, 10 photos a day on Instagram. They were posting, like, all through the day on Instagram. And I literally commented on every one of their photos how <laughs> upset I was that I wasn't there. And, it, like, oh, it makes me so, like, cringe when I look back on it. But, like, I literally couldn't handle not being yeah. part of the action or missing out on things. And that's something that's definitely changed as I've gotten older and, like, had friendships kind of teach me that like you don't need to be there for everything to have a good friendship like you should be able to miss things and you should be able to like take a step back when you need to and not feel like you're not going to be still friends with them at the end of the day so I've grown a lot in that sense I don't comment on other people's posts anymore (laughs) but I'm upset I am school was it was I think middle school friendships were really difficult everyone kind of jumped everywhere people didn't really know like we went from being like just like elementary school friends who were like occasional play dates or like whatever goes on at elementary school to like hanging out and like snapchat you can't say play dates anymore i know it was (laughs) oh my god i made such a big deal out of that mom it's not a play date it's a hangout (laughs) (laughs) and like like we don't know how to deal with that change like we're the same people but we wanted to be like these cool like teenagers yeah I just think it made a lot of weird stuff go on I also think um from watching a bunch of movies from like high school and like when you're like a kid like really young you have like these expectations about these close friendships and then it's like so difficult what I noticed is like um not like friend groups but like if it, if I was just like really close with this one person and like I don't want to get too specific because you know this person but we'll just, we'll just whatever um like we went to like middle school together and like best friends and then like getting into high school you sort of like you're still best friends with them but because we're both like sort of different people like we both matured and we're like going our own path we're like getting our individuality and like sort of spreading out more like we become different people and like I feel like our friendship sort of drifted because of that and I like for me I was like why is she changing so much like we can't be friends if she keeps changing and I didn't think about like how I was also changing and like Mm -hmm. that's just natural so Mm -hmm. I was like really sad but I think with effort and just like experiencing more and like just having more conversations it just like gets better over time 
Yeah, I feel like when we went from when we had the transition from middle school to high school, we kind of just expected it to be an extension of middle school. Like we didn't really think that there would be like, I mean, we kind of hyped it up to be like this huge thing. Like, oh, my God, we're in high school. We're so like high school musical. Yeah. (laughs) But we also expected like the friendships to last. We expected people to, you know, still be exposed to the same things and still do the same things. And I I guess that kind of was like the transition from elementary to middle school. But then it became like, I mean, like from an elementary to middle school point of view, it wasn't cool to play on a playground anymore. It wasn't cool to, you know, play with toys. It wasn't, it wasn't, you you had to have the security. You moved from these childish activities. You grew up so much in this very short span of time. And that was really hard to accustom to because some people would do it a lot faster than others would. And then like, you'd kind of be left in the dust. And um, there was, there was also like, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say something kind of risky, but no friendships in middle school are going to last longer than three years. Like the middle. None of them are going to be that healthy. Jessica and I have Uh, friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like the thing with you is you weren't like best, best friends in middle school. You just like, yeah. Yeah. You were like, I don't know. I don't know. Definitely create relationships. And some of them can be totally healthy, but it really just depends on the person. Like, I was friends with this girl. Hey, (laughs) Zoom coming in with those (laughs) unlimited. I feel like this is going to be a thing every episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I was friends with this girl in fifth grade, and she was, she, um, I was friends with a bunch of people in fifth grade. And I guess, like, it moved on from being, like, just this friend group, and then they wanted to be, cool I guess to put it in simple terms they wanted to be the cool girls they wanted to be people that everyone wanted to be friends with and I was like what but like and I I I wasn't cool just gonna put that out there I I wasn't cool and so they were like well I shouldn't really hold on to this friendship with this her she doesn't fit my standard and I don't want her to be dragging down my social reputation and so you know, that's just what kind of what happened. And that's okay. That's okay. Like we, we obviously had like different things that we wanted to do. We had different uh, goals, goals. We had different, like, uh, yeah. And, uh, just kind of like ideas for yeah, like senses yeah. of self. I wasn't ready to move on from my fifth grade self and they were ready to be eighth graders at sixth grade. <laughs> and I was just like well this isn't working and so like I would sit with them and then I slowly kind of just like migrated away and that's that's just like what it is and that's what happened a lot of times it's kind of the middle school dynamic yeah I think like you said earlier like no middle school friendship lasts and I think that's true because even if you have a friendship that lasts past middle school it's not a middle school friendship anymore middle yeah. school friendships or like a specific category of friendship that's very much like you're my best friends we'll do everything together like really like loving the image and like the like oh my gosh love you and all like it was like very intense yeah. and very like like directed at like one or two people only like it was very like I don't I just remember in middle school everyone mm-hmm. had like their best friend or like their one person and even if I don't know the yeah, groups were all person. very toxic too <laughs> but like going into high school the friendships change. Any friends yeah. that I've had that I've known for a while, we interact so much differently than we did before. Mm-hmm. So I think also, there's truth in yeah. what you said. 
also because we um went to different schools yeah and especially for soda where we had to audition and um and other kids would go to like other different schools and we were just like we were like stuck in like the musical yeah thing you know i feel like there was oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i have like a soda related question did you guys lose any friendships specifically because you got into soda and people were like upset about that because i remember lost friends oh really wait because they were jealous i I had a best friend in eighth grade who wasn't in arts at all she took like the middle school art class and she got so mad that i got into soda um and was like you're gonna leave me you're a terrible friend i can't believe you're doing this to me and she literally goes to Oh but no! We never so talk. awkward. We never talk because, like, <laughs> like in ninth grade, because because in ninth grade we were kind of like, okay, yeah. but then no, we haven't talked since. It's just like, yeah. it was a really weird experience. Like soda, and even like I've seen with Lowell, like people who didn't get into yeah. Lowell, it was like a big thing. They're kind like, of, like oh, you're so much smarter than me. A lot of middle school friendships were based off of competition. Like, I mean, personally, I can, I can like attest to this. Like, I'd say something like, "Oh, I barely got any sleep last night," and she'd go, "Well, I didn't get any sleep at all for two nights." And I was like, "Okay, geez." And that was like kind of the the basis of our friendship. And I feel like that was a lot of people like, "Oh no, I got a 97 on this thing." Like, I've heard this conversation before. Like in middle school, I have a 98 and I'm failing. Is something like that and like or even like it, I don't know just yeah. stuff like that and I feel like that was the basis of a lot of middle school friendships because again they weren't really friendships they were so toxic I mean I've had friendships that aren't that toxic but they weren't they weren't great um and I feel like that carried over when when it came to like getting into high school like oh I got into this school well I got into this school and like some of them were a lot easier to get into I think we have a really unique experience because usually it would just be like you go to the high school or like one oh, of yeah. two high schools yeah. like the whole like San Francisco lottery like literally yeah. split so many people up that maybe wouldn't have been split up so I think us living in San Francisco has made our friendships a lot more unique than maybe if we had mm-hmm. lived in a smaller area because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been forced to you know grow and change and it would have been just like Maybe you'd yeah. still be friends with people you knew in kindergarten. Like Talking about, like, some, like, people being jealous mm-hmm. um, in middle school. <laughs> so dumb. So, like, there was this, there was a lot of people who would be jealous that, like, certain people are friends with more than just them. And that yeah. was crazy. They would always be like, no, you have to hang out with me and only me. You can't, you can't, like, be friends with this person. Stop texting them. Like, it was crazy. I'm like, you know, they have a life. Like, they can't just <laughs> stick to you 24-7. It was so crazy to me. Yeah. Did you have to experience that? Um, I think I was, like, the outside person who had a friend who was in that situation uh, so I would always so you're be just like, getting all the tea <laughs> exactly I'd just be like can we hang out and, and then she'd be like no like this girl's gonna get mad because I'm hanging That's out with crazy. you and I'd be like oh my god she's crazy yeah she was actually crazy though <laughs> so 
unrelated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just like people being so possessive and friendships mm-hmm. is what? weird. I have a question that's not really like related, but it's kind of related. Yeah. It's kind of related to this podcast in a way. It's kind of related to a lot of things. But I've been thinking recently a lot about like when you like are talking to people and you're trying to show them that you like relate and you care by like bringing up stories of stuff that happened to you like what's the line between just being like caring and making connections and like making everything about you because I never know when like oh is my bringing up this story just bring it to me or is that showing that I care like I don't know it's so hard for me to like tell I I I don't know I'm so bad at talking about myself, um, especially because I always feel like I'm just talking about myself way too much, especially when someone's talking about their experiences. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> at, at some point, it does fall under the empathetic category. Like there is empathy involved. And yeah. that does come from like sharing your experiences. But then like, I guess it could be like, oh, yeah, my dad was, you know, my dad was really mad at me. Now he's not talking to me. And he was shouting at me the other day. Oh, yeah, my mom. My mom always does this. And she's like, she's worse than your dad. Like, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it depends. Like, that's kinda... I think it depends on, like, who you're talking to and what yeah. the context is. Because certain conversations, like, some people just want to, like, have a conversation where, like, you're comforting them and not mm-hmm. really, like, they don't really care about you like (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it depends on the context but also like if you know or if you're close to someone that is like you're just having a conversation with and you know that they'll understand and like that you're just like not trying to bring attention only to yourself then like I feel like it's okay and I don't know definitely I feel like if there's something to take away from what you're telling them then it's good to it's good to mention you don't have to mention it, but if, if if there is something that someone can like take away from your experience, then it's good to mention it. But like if it's if it's just like relating it back to you to kind of get attention, because that's something that happens a lot. Um, I feel like something that when when this does happen, when this situation does, you know, when you do come across a situation, the best thing to do is like ask them if they're okay first. Like ask them if you can do anything to help them if they say i don't know then maybe then maybe go into stories about like what you were saying and, and or like experiences yeah. that you've had that are similar now that i'm like thinking about it i feel like it's like definitely like jessica said situational i think there are times when like someone is saying something just because they feel like they're like the odd one out i think that's when it's good to tell like a story because it makes them feel like you know yeah. heard but then I guess like with Alex, where it was like she's talking about people one upping you, that that type of situation is not oh, yeah. exactly when you pull out the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could just be hard, especially in it is friendships. Because when you know someone so well and they need comfort, sometimes it can be hard to like give them what they need because you feel like you know more about them than like if you're comforting someone that you don't have such a close relationship with which sometimes can be good because you know what they need but then sometimes I don't know I found it hard to comfort or harder to comfort friends than just you know someone else who's 
Because you feel like you need to be there more for them. I don't know. Yeah. But then at the same time, sometimes you don't know what to say and that's totally fine. You can, uh, there's other ways to show your support. Like sometimes someone will bring something up and you're just like, oh my God, what do I even say to this? Oh, that but happens the fact that you're there times. and you're listening already means more that, to them than anything that you can say or do. I think also, like my initial reactions when somebody is like, in a bad mood or something and they're just like telling me whatever like my initial reaction is always to like solve the problem which is something <clears> I yeah. work on yeah. but it's always like I, I always think about it like later on mm-hmm. in the day I'm always like oh I should have like just let it go kind of thing but I'm yeah. always like oh you could have you know done this or yeah. you could do this but mm-hmm. sometimes that's just like not the reaction they want and it's that everyone also has different ways of like there's different love languages and it, it, it shows when you're comforting someone. So like Jessica's may Jessica's first reaction may be to like immediately be like, I'm going to help you through this while like other people like me, I'm more of a, like a comforting person. Like it's, it's like my first reaction is, are you okay? Is there anything I can do for you right now? Like what, what are we focusing on right now? While other people may be focusing on the future and all of that is okay. It's all okay. It's it's um, what a love language is. It's really important if you're in a situation where you don't want to misstep to just Mm -hmm. ask. Like a lot of the times just asking someone like, do you want me to solve this for you? Or do you want me to comfort it for you? Comfort Mm -hmm. you? It's just like easy one and done. Like, um, because sometimes you don't want to be having your problems solved. Like if you're in yeah. a mood where you're like, you're like, I just need sucks, a rant and they're like, just get the work done, just go. You're like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to hear that. But then sometimes you're like, no, comforting is gonna do nothing. I want it done now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, just ask. I think what do you want me to so do? Important. It's the best question you ask. What What can I do for you? Yeah. And even it's not it's like just- it's not a bitchy thing to say. Like it make it it doesn't come across as bitchy when you say it. like, "What do you want me to do?" Like it's not like that. It's like <laughs> I'm hey, always scared I come off. I'm you. Yeah. What what is it that you need from me right now? Like what can I do to help you? Communication. So communication is yes, so communication. good. Communication is necessary. On the topic of communication. A lot of times it can be really hard to call out your friends when they do something that you don't feel okay with because it feels like you're purposely causing drama. But it's so important in the long run to like let people know up front so they know that that's not acceptable mm-hmm. and for the future they can change. It can be so hard to call out someone that you meet that you know is very close to you or you feel very close to and you you love because you feel like you'll lose that friendship and there's there's like you're like oh god I really don't want to do this like what if what if everything goes wrong what if this person is just out of my life forever and I could have prevented this by never talking about it don't do that the best thing you can do is to well no maybe you should I don't know hang on hang on I think it could be hard in the moment like a lot of times something will happen with me and I register that it's bad, but in the moment, I'm just so shocked by it that I kind yeah. of just like let it slide. And it's not until I, later on when I'm thinking back on it that I'm like, oh, damn, I should have said something. Yeah. That I'm like reaction. Your immediate reaction is probably going to be different from the reaction that you'll have later. Yeah. Usually mine was shock. I was like, okay. 
it's shock I don't know what to do. That's what happens. Also, like, nervous laughter is always something that I get so upset about when something will happen that someone says, like, an insensitive joke or something, and I just nervously laugh, and I feel like I'm fueling them, but, like, I literally, it's just a reaction that I have to, like, yeah. being shocked, and, yeah, just bring it back to, like, it's communication. A, like It's a whole process. So let's say don't in, be afraid in, to call out your friends. Yeah. Because if yeah. they're and good after, friends, and they will say, come back and apologize. Yeah. Let's say that you're in the position where you've been called out. You've done something that other people don't like or something, and you've been called out, and your immediate reaction is to get defensive. And I totally understand that. And that's where a lot of people go. However, if you don't listen to what other people are saying on either side you're not going to get anywhere. So like I I was having a political argument with someone and I was like, well, I don't think that uh, people who are not black should say the N word because it's taking away from this. It's, it's extremely derogatory. It's very like, it's disrespectful. And the fact that people are trying to reclaim it now and the fact that it's being reclaimed and then people are trying to take that away from them. I feel like that's just like, not something that should be happening and obviously I don't have the right to be speaking up about this I don't have the right to be making decisions for people of color because I'm not a person of color however but then someone was like well I think that's stupid why why should we just like treat it as why shouldn't we just treat it as any other word and the thing is like if I feel like if if it was someone else no hang on what am I saying I feel like what needed to happen was that I needed to listen to what the other person was saying because an argument, if, if you're like having a debate, a debate is not one-sided. It's not just me listing all my facts and evidence that I have and then not listening or like taking into account what other people's opinions are. That would just be like show it would, it would be like the same as like literally putting them on mute and like just speaking over them and saying that you're you're whatever they're saying is false you have to listen to what the other person is saying and that's that's what it that's what it comes to when you're getting defensive is that you need to remember that other people will have a different opinion than you do and you need to listen to that in order to like make an argument and that's just how arguments work I don't know um I was talking about um a similar situation with my parents this weekend and I was talking to them about how a lot of times when people enter into an argument, they're not necessarily looking for like, you know, a debate or to understand the other person's side. They just want the other person's side to listen to them and like take what they're saying and just like agree with them. And that's just really unrealistic way of going into an argument because you can't make someone agree with you. They get to choose if they agree with you. And like being in an argument where both sides are like so focused just on making the other one agree with them, it's just not productive. And you should just want to make your voice heard and then have them do with whatever they will with it. And a lot of times, even if you end on disagreement, them like thinking about it later, <laughs> will like make them change their mind and I don't know especially with friendships it can be hard because you want them to be the same as you and you want them to listen to you you kind of don't let yourself have like arguments where you hear both sides I feel like I've been speaking a lot but like I do (laughs) want to put this out there and say like 
to some extent, disagreements are healthy and they need to happen. Not even to some extent, like to a large extent. People should disagree. They should not disagree just because they want to like tiptoe around their relationships. Yeah. Everyone's different. Okay. Thanks for listening. We need a little bit more than that. Give us something. (laughs) Give us some volume. Um, What do I say? What did you guys say last week? I forgot. We just just, like uh, Alex was like screaming into the mic. (laughs) See y'all next week. Follow us on the gram. I really want to. Yeah, okay. follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. O-C- and follow us on the podcast. 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 podcast.